Hey friends, welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. This podcast was created for the beauty industry professional that wants to grow and build a profitable career. I will share with you how I overcame fear, shifted my mindset, and created a strategy to build a business and life that I love. If you're feeling stuck, you want more out of this industry, and need guidance from someone that has gone before you, then stick around because I believe that you can be the game changer in your life because if you can dream it, you can create it, and you have the ability to crush it. Hey friends, welcome to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez, and you are listening to episode six. And today I want to have a conversation about networking. Woo! Now, networking is a topic that I feel like many of us want to know more about. And I feel like it's a topic that we need to discuss and dive in deeper because this is essential to helping you grow your business. So I first wanted to start this podcast out with a couple of quotes that I found that I feel like will help us when it comes to networking. So the first one is a quote by Les Brown. Too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears. How many of you are fearful of networking? No worries, okay? The next quote, don't let your fear of what could happen make nothing happen. How many of you have been paralyzed of going to an event because you were so scared of what if? What am I going to say? What am I going to talk about? Where should I go? What does the place look like? Where should I park my car? All of these inner dialogue of fears of false evidence appearing real. And then the last quote I wanted to share is, you can choose courage or you can choose comfort. You cannot have both. And that was by Brene Brown. And I thought that these quotes were very fitting because fear is truly what is holding us back from our fullest potential. If you had a chance to check out our last episode, episode four, We spoke about the five different ways that you could be making more money. And networking was one of them. And I felt like this was fitting for the following episode so we could speak more about networking. And I just want to, after you're done with this episode, I want you to just feel like, "Ah, I can do this. I got this. I can go networking. And I just want you to feel so much more confident and comfortable about applying this into your business because this is a key segment into growing and if you want this year to be your best year yet networking has to be a part of that okay so now that we spoke about fear and that fear is holding us back of our networking um, I wanted to just break this down to a few different points when it comes to networking the first one is is that you need to go prepared Do your homework. Find out the different events that are in your local community. Um, I mentioned this in my last podcast that you can easily go to a Facebook page of events and you can find all sorts of different uh, events. And it doesn't have to necessarily be with your chamber per se. It just needs to be 
some event that gets you out of the house, gets you talking about business and meeting people, um, and and also surrounding yourself with people that maybe you don't know or you don't usually hang out with. The whole point of networking is building relationships. And you can't build relationships with your community if you are not attending these events. So do some homework, dig around, find some events that you think would be fitting for your business or that you think would be fun. I mean, there's a ton of different events where maybe there's live music or there's games um, or it's for a special cause, like giving back to a, a charitable cause. Whatever resonates with you, I just want to encourage you to just try this, okay? Now, being prepared is knowing what type of event it is. And I think that you can tell by the description of whether or not this is going to be like a social setting or if it's going to be a little bit more formal, like a, a meeting. A lot of events that I attend um, are are more on the social side, but then we also have a portion of the 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 event that has education involved with it as well. And I love those events too because you get a little bit of of both of connecting with others, building your relationship, but then also learning. And then those people that you have met, you have something even more in common because you all sat in on the same meeting. I would find out, you know, is this if your target market is women, you need to go to the events that most women will be attending. In my chamber community, we have so many events. I mean, there's like three events every day, I feel like. We've got ribbon cutting events. We have women in business events where we do like a social hour where we also have meetings. We have after hour, um, after hour events where men and women, we go to a local business and we usually sip on wine, pass out our cards. It's a great opportunity to just get in front of people. We also have luncheons where we basically um, just go to a, a local restaurant and meet um, people in the community. Um, oftentimes those would look like we each person has the floor for maybe like 30 seconds. They have to do their elevator pitch. And then after everybody goes around the room and says, um, what they do, who they do it for, what their business is. But then we eat, we break bread together. And what better way to start making connections and building relationships with that? So if you are a little bit more of a, an introvert, have no fear. Going to those types of events are great because I feel like if there's an activity of, of you doing something, I feel like that's going to be a better icebreaker um, as opposed to maybe sitting at a, a table um, and it's more of a formal event. So uh, just do your homework with that. Make sure that you have your cards prepared. Sometimes um, I like to send my staff out with special VIP cards and having a, a little small stash in their pocket for if they meet somebody that they're like, wow, this, this is like the it person of the community. I really want to um, generate their business. I make sure that they have one of those VIP cards. Um, and just having your business card in general is really good because people are going to want to know who you are and how they can contact you after the event. Um, and then I would have to say the most important part of going prepared is having the right mindset. 
having the right intention. Networking is about building relationships and building relationships take time. If you go to one event and you meet a few people, this is not not going to be moving this is not going to move the needle enough to make an impact. You have to continually nurture your community and show up. And you need to go and show up so you can support other businesses, support other people. I think that it is very selfish if you go to the event with your stack of cards and you pass them all out to everybody and then you just dip and leave. I feel like that doesn't make an impact. I cannot tell you how many events that I've gone to where people have just like walked up to me, gave me their elevator pitch, passed out their card and then walked away. It was so awkward. And I threw away their card afterwards because I'm like, who is this joker? And you don't want to be the joker who's doing that. So even though you should be prepared to have your cards, don't be passing them out like it's a hot potato. Okay? Because it's not. And after the event, people are going to remember how you made them feel. So networking, going to these events, it's not about you. It's about them. Which brings us to the next thing I want to discuss is the conversations. I believe that having conversations like small talk with strangers, yes, it can be awkward, you guys. But have a couple of different conversations in your pocket of what you, what you could be saying to people. Because I find that it can be very awkward when you when you're at a networking event, you don't know anybody, which kudos for you to be there. But your first conversation shouldn't be, oh, okay, so who do you work for? What do you do? Do you have a card with you? I think that it's very, it's just very cold as opposed to asking a question like, what events do you like to go to? Or who else do you know who that's here? I mean, the networking event needs to be about connections. So Maybe the person that you're speaking to, maybe they might not be your ideal client, but what if they have a few great best friends in the community that are at that event that they could connect you with? So I feel like by asking those types of questions, open-ended questions, who, what, where, when, why, have some of these questions prepared so it's not such a dull conversation. And at least... The thing that you know that you're going to have in common with everybody is the fact that everybody is at that particular event. So maybe even like just start the conversation with talking about the event. How did you hear about this event? What events do you like to go to in the community? Maybe they might know something that they could invite you to. So that's a great way that you can start different conversations with people, you know, my target market is mostly women or brides, people who want extensions, you know. So if I'm talking to an older gentleman, you know, who's maybe in their 60s, I might not have a whole lot in common with this guy. But hey, he might have a wife, he might have a daughter, um, and or he might know other people in the community or other key events that I should be attending as well. You just never know how the conversation or the relationship can unfold. So just bear that in mind. Um, And 
I won't lie, sometimes we run into some weirdos or whatnot. I think that the best way to get out of those type of conversations is, you know, just kind of cut it short and just and just say, you know, it was so nice to meet you. Do you have a business card? Um, and and then at that point, it kind of closes that conversation. Um, and I'll be honest, sometimes I just say, you know what, you'll have to excuse me, I need to use the restroom. <laughs> so uh, if you need to get out of a conversation, there's definitely ways to do about it gracefully. Um, and, and don't worry, and that's okay. Um, I know a lot of us can deal with anxiety and feeling nervous about just putting ourselves out there. But I promise you, the more that you do this, the better that you'll get at this. And trust me, I have my moments where I'm sitting in my car and I'm just taking some deep breaths and just trying to like calm my nerves because I too get anxious, you know? I think it's very, it can be very intimidating walking in a room at a place that you've never been to with a group that you've never met, Um, especially if you think that you do have to take the floor for 30 seconds to give an elevator pitch. When I first started doing that, I mean, gosh, I like, I was like sweating. (laughs) So um, I, I definitely can relate if you are feeling those nerves and it's completely normal, just embrace it because you're not gonna grow if you're comfortable, right? So have some of these questions prepared know that it is common to feel this anxiousness and i would just encourage you to go in with the tensions that i'm going to meet five people i want five people i want to collect their cards i want to know their name i want to know i have like a, a list of things you know maybe like create a, a checklist maybe that's something we can do is create a checklist of if i meet five people i'm going to remember their names i'm going to know what they do I'm going to know the next event that they're going to be attending. I'm going to know the I'm going to know where their business is located or what town that they live in. Like have like five questions that that make it your mission to like check off all of those things on the list of okay, when I meet these people, these are the things that I'm going to discover from them. Right? Um I I really think that the conversation needs to be more about them. I mean, have you ever been in a one-sided conversation before where where you just feel like um it just makes you feel good. I feel like when somebody's asking you a lot of questions about well, what do you do and, and what area do you live and I I feel like they're taking great interest into you as a person and people like talking about themselves. So if you're kind of nervous too about like, what should I say? What should I say what I do? How do I describe it? Um, Just make the conversation more about them. People then will remember you as opposed to you just saying, hi, I'm a hairdresser. I'm an esthetician. Here's my card. I just feel like it's such a vanilla, um, unrememberable conversation. So be sure to have these questions in your pocket that you can ask them. Um, let's see what else I wanted to, oh, important. You need to look the part, especially as a hairdresser, a makeup artist in this industry, 
people should already like know when you walk in that room that like you must be in the beauty industry because like you look good your hair is on point your makeup is on point that eyeliner is on point your clothing is super edgy and, and fashionable like you need to dress to impress um and just look the part i i can't tell you how many times people have come up to me and before me even telling them who I am and what I do, they already like ask me like, you must be in the beauty industry or your makeup is so good. Do you do makeup? And I love that because it just makes things, the conversation more easier too. Um, so always looking the part is a must. And you, I mean, when you go to these events, you are on stage. You need to be selling yourself. You're selling results. If you don't look good, then how will other people have confidence in what you can do for them, right? Um, how to introduce yourself. Body language is a huge thing and attitude is a huge thing. And I, I, I will repeat myself about this, but you have to fake it till you make it. If you're not confident, you need to just act it, pretend it, because eventually you will feel it. Maybe give yourself some words of affirmation prior to even walking into the building. I am worthy. I am confident. I got this. People like me. People think I'm friendly. Or uh, however you want people to perceive you, just say it out loud. Say it. Say these things in your car to mentally prepare yourself prior to walking in. I want you to stand up, shoulders back, nice and tall. You know, for myself. If I wear my heels, if I've got my red lipstick on, I just feel like like that is my confident outfit. I have to put that on when I'm going to places because I need to show up. You have one shot to make a first impression. How do you want that to be perceived? What type of message do you want to send to your community? I know that I want to be known in the community that like I want people just to like know that's Jennifer Alvarez. She's a great hair and makeup artist. Even if they don't get their services done by me, I want them to already know that. And I feel like I'm making that impact now because I'm showing up. I'm going to places. I'm constantly nurturing and networking in my community. And it takes time, you guys. I've been involved in my, my chamber, my community for, I want to say, four or five years now. And it just, it takes time to build these relationships up with people. But I will say by networking, it has been instrumental of growing my book of business. So if you show up to a, a networking event, you meet these five people, you get to know a little bit more about them. I'm not saying and guaranteeing that all five of those people are going to come see you, but it's the beginning of these relationships that you're building and maybe they won't come and see you, but they might say to their daughter or their best friend like hey I met this really cool girl yesterday at this networking event she looked amazing and had the best red lipstick on and you know what I got her card too you never know how this relationship and this conversation can unfold so just always putting your best self out there the handshake oh my gosh the handshake just drives me nuts um and no offense, men, if you are listening, but if you are a strong man and there is no reason that you need to squeeze and crush my hand, I don't understand. I think that it's like the handshake, I feel like, can tell a little bit about a person. You know, there there's some people I'll shake their hand and it's just like this, this limp, dead weight, like, 
I'll grab your little uh, fingers and it's a wimpy handshake. Um, I feel like if it's a wimpy handshake, it tells me they're either not confident in who they are, they're really uncomfortable. Um, it, it makes it even more awkward. If it's an extremely hand-crushing, strong handshake, you just feel like, okay, you're like, you have some ego problems here. Like there's no need for that. I love watching when like my husband goes to networking events and I see him like shaking hands with certain people and some people who I'm like, oh, you know, this guy's a, a joker himself, but they'll, he, <laughs> they will give like the strongest handshakes to each other. Like it's just no need to do that. I think a nice firm handshake um, one of the handshakes that I love to do is where I'm actually like hugging someone's hand. I feel like it's a very like comforting, like, you know, hey, we're, we're here together. I'm a nurturing person. Um, it just, I feel like it just, it shows that you care. It's about personal touch, right? You're, you're in person, you're making eye contact with people. I think that shaking hands is such a, a great way to, to have a little bit more of an intimate um, beginning to that conversation your body language. Be very aware of how you are standing. You know how I was saying, walk in that room with shoulders back, standing up tall. I think that's important as you're speaking to that person. You know, as at least hairdressers and esthetician makeup artists, we already know that during um, our conversations, consultations with our clients, that we almost have to like mimic their tone of voice and their body language. You need to make people feel comfortable, right? I think that we, in this industry, we know that more than anybody, right? So I already feel like you're going to be winning at this networking. When we're done with, when you're done with this podcast, you are just going to feel like a total boss after this, right? Um, so your body language, don't cross your arms, cross your your legs. It, it shows psychology-wise that you're just like you're holding back or you're trying to protect yourself. You know, I tried to make that conscious body language decision that I'm going to, if I, you know, we're always like, what do we do with my hands? I put them on my pocket, on my hips, what do I do with them? I'll make that conscious decision to maybe put my hands behind my back. It shows that I'm very open. I'm open to that conversation. Um, I'll try to stand with my feet just apart a little bit. I'll try not to cross my body. Um, I'll try to still stand up straight. Um, but most importantly is making that eye contact with that person. And I know guys at events, um, sometimes especially at loud events or whatnot, it can be uh, difficult to hear what's going on. But I feel like if you really lock in eyes with somebody, you can at least kind of like pick out like the words that they're speaking um, by reading their lips a little bit. And you guys as hairdressers, I mean, we're, we're talking with that blow dryer all day long, you know? So <laughs> you need to lock eyes so you can have that focus and try not to be too distracted by all the other commotion that is going on. It shows that person that you're taking great interest into that conversation of, of who they are and what they do. Um, and then also your attitude, guys. Fake it till you make it. You know what? If you've had a long day and you're going to this networking event, yes, sometimes that's hard to just feel like I don't have enough energy. But if you just put on that smile and walk in there, I mean, you need to be attracting these people, right? I mean, I know for myself, like if I see somebody like 
they they look really good they're laughing they're smiling like they that energy you can just like feel it like I can't help but to be like like being reeled in by that person like I want to meet that person and who they are and what they do like it's just that attitude is so contagious as opposed to somebody who has like the slumped over shoulder they're not smiling they seem kind of mousy and quiet like sometimes that's really difficult to like um get that energy to go over to speak to that person so don't be that person be the person that is in the room that creates that energy creates that excitement I mean you should be enthusiastic you're passionate about what you do you're passionate about doing hair passionate about doing makeup bring that passion bring that enthusiasm into the room of where you're going networking because people People like that. People are attracted to that. And people do business with people they know, like, and trust, right? So it's all about not only looking the part, but being the part. And you just need to tell yourself, remember, words of affirmation. Get yourself mentally set to walk in that room and and just almost like visualize what is this networking event going to be like? How do I want people to perceive me? How do I want the conversations to go. Just imagine this. Imagine it in your mind prior to even walking in of what is the conversation like? How am I going to speak about myself to people? What kind of questions am I going to ask them? How's my handshake going to be? What's my body language going to be like? Have this already visualized in your head prior to walking in. I guarantee that will help you put your best best, uh, foot forward. And like I said, guys, I mean, networking definitely takes time. You have to continue to show up. I would encourage you to put on your calendar at least two networking events a month, whether it's a breakfast meeting, if it is a ribbon cutting, an after hours party. Guys, there's events all the time. I know in my community, like I said, there's like three events going on. Everyone's competing with each other for a great event all the time. And you have to keep showing up. And eventually people will will be able to say to you or say about you that, oh, that girl, that guy, that is like the go-to person for haircuts, the go-to person for makeup. They specialize in that. Everyone's going to know about you and what you do because you constantly go and you show up and you and you are there to support other people and support your community. Now, another thing is that remember those five people that you spoke to and you got to know a little bit more about them? You checked those things off of the list that you created of the questions that you're going to be asking them? Now, the next thing is that you're going to have to follow up with them. The very next day, gather these cards, and I want you to um, email them, text them. Um, This can lead to potentially a booked appointment with them. Like, you know, hey, Mary, I know last night we met at this networking event. I just wanted to tell you that you were um, such a great person to me. I was so excited to learn more about you and what you do. And I know that you were saying that you really loved my my lipstick color or however that conversation went. And I just wanted to let you know, I would love to do your makeup too. I have a really cool burgundy color I would love to try on on you and I think it would be really good. Um, And just kind of like plant that seed. 
you know, and just let them know, like, I can't wait to see you at that next event that we were talking about. We'll see you soon. And then, you know, best regards, write your name. And underneath your name, make sure you've got your email address, or I'm sorry, your web address and your phone number, or maybe like your Instagram or Facebook handle. Some way that they can like reconnect with you as well. Um, maybe even go the distance at the networking event if it's more of a social type of environment to say like, hey, are you on Instagram? I'd love to follow you and ask for the follow. I mean, like it's a great way to connect outside of this networking event on social media, um, get on Facebook, get on LinkedIn, get on Instagram, whatever social media platform that they are on. See if you can connect in that way as well. Um, I have... Um, so many people that I'm following and people are following me on Facebook that I've met through the community. And it's so cool then to like see them in um, my feed of like what's going on in their business. I can always like comment and cheer them on. And I want them to feel that extra support from me. In addition, I'll see like that they're going to this event or that event. If you struck up a really great um, conversation with somebody and you found that connection, if they're going to some type of event Maybe you should be going there too, you know, especially if like somebody else has been involved in the community longer than you. Sometimes you need that extra uh, encouragement or invite feeling. And just by making those connections and asking them like, what events should I be going to as well? um, It's going to help you feel more comfortable because then you're going to start knowing people. Most of the events that I go to now, I at least know probably about three other people in the room as well because I'm constantly going to these events. So I hope that all of this was super helpful for you. Um, I will be making a blog post about this in addition to a checklist as well of some different key questions that you could take with you for your networking event. I want to encourage you and I want to challenge you. Get on Facebook um, or look at the events that are happening in your local community and put two of them on your book to do this month. You won't know where this is going to take your business until you try. And you can't just try once. You have to continue to try, okay? Um, You have to get uncomfortable to grow your business. So that being said, guys, I believe that you can be the game changer in your business. If you can dream it, you can create it, and you have the ability to crush it. Thanks, guys. Hey friends, thanks for being a part of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe. And if you love this podcast, I would so appreciate to get a review from you. And there's more ways that we can connect as well. Send me a voice message and tell me where you're at in your business and how I can help you through this podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of this. And until next time, you can be the game changer.